This is Creepy and Geeky, a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome to Creepy and Geeky. I'm your host, Robert, and today's episode is part two in my Saw series. This episode, we're talking about Saw 3 and 4. Joining me today is Christy Adams, the co-owner of Nightmare Toys and Nightmare Cafe. Welcome to the show, Christy. Hello. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Yeah, thank Uh, you. We had you on previously for the uh, Scream series that I did. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Yeah. So I know you're a Saw franchise is my my favorite. So yeah, yeah. I knew I knew you were a big fan. So I was like, okay, we got to get you on for at least one of these. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did. It was fun to yeah. watch this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I had a good time. Um, these um I've watched the first one a few times. Um, and I've watched the rest uh, up to seven. Um about once each maybe number two i've watched a couple more times than that um but um and i've watched spiral once uh, so i haven't seen jigsaw uh that's the only one i haven't seen of the original um oh series. okay and then okay. Uh, yeah and then of course saw x which is uh coming out soon uh by right. the time this by the time this uh airs it'll already have come out so yeah i can't wait yeah i yeah. have posted this on my instagram that i was watching last night that i was watching saw four and yeah, I got a lot of people excited wanting to binge watch uh, the Saw <laughs> series to get ready for the new one. So like, yeah, yeah exactly. you got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. I mean, I gotta... did three and four. So I think, well, now I just got to continue it. I know what one and two is. Okay. <laughs> I've seen them right. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's just funny. a fun series to binge watch though, because they all go together. Yeah, no, I would I would say that's that's part of the appeal of it too is the the first time I watched through up to 6, no, up to 7 when I watched up to 7 the first time. It was a lot of fun in the way that while they do obviously they were kind of flying by the seat of their pants making these every year that they did seem to have some kind of rough outline of what they were going to do and so they kept it very interconnected. Um, yeah. And has one of the most uh, consistent uh, continuities of most horror franchises. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's very creative. I love everything yeah. that they've done. I, I just find it to be a very creative franchise, if, if anything. I know I know there's people out there that hate it and want to shit on it yeah. and all that. But come on, though. You have to admit, I mean, all the traps and all the everything and then them intertwining each story and you think you already got all the story of this <laughs> right and um, no you don't because two movies from now you're going to get some more <laughs> you know right. and you're going to still keep finding stuff out and i just find that to be very creative among anything yeah. else so yeah no i agree yeah no i agree i think that I, I think that makes it um very fun in a lot of ways very much um almost like you could have made this into a TV show, like a TV series rather than like a movie series, um, because it's fairly tight in the, in the continuities. Um, and, um, you know, if, if you would have left in the gore, obviously it would have had to be something like an HBO sh- series or something like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think that, you know, the, the way that it all weaves in and out would have been fascinating as like, you know, what, oh, what's going to happen next week on next week's episode. But that's how we, that's how it is with watching these in general anyway, is like, oh, well now I got to know what's happening. Like, especially once you get farther in and then you're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what's this next, ep- like this next movie going to tell me about the past of Jigsaw, you know, right. so it's, or you uh, it's always out, fascinating. Somebody else is helping. What's, who is yeah. that? You know, and yeah. then you find out somebody else, and then there might yeah. be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then why exactly. do they all intertwine? I mean, it's really yeah. crazy. The only one that I wasn't too crazy about was Spiral. That kind of oh, yeah. is a little bit from the rest of rest of them, but but yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> heard I've I've heard that most of like I've heard from most of the people who really like the the franchise that Spiral didn't work as well for them. 
Um, yeah. And I thought, but see me, I thought spiral worked pretty well. So, you know, oh, but again, okay. I've only yeah. seen, I'd only seen them like once and it had been years ago when I, when I did see spiral. So um, well, you now need to going binge through watch all, these, all of them in a row. Yeah. All yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yep. <laughs> I just have, I just have, cause I've watched everything up to six now. Uh, and then I've got to watch uh, seven jigsaw uh, spiral in the new one. So. There you go. I'll be caught up again. So. <laughs> Unfranchise. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, let's uh, you know, we're talking three and four in this one. Um, and it, and you know, I'm sure we're gonna be talking about um one and two a little bit because they, you know, things happen in these that kind of call back to those. Uh so uh, but yeah, so saw three uh is is um so Saws two, three, and four were all directed by uh, Darren Lynn Bowsman. So mm-hmm. there's this, there's you know a rough you know trilogy of sorts going on through this uh, with uh, Detective uh, Matthews, um, right. Eric Matthews, played by um, uh, uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yep. Yes. and uh, which is funny too because like I kind of feel like he like he enjoyed playing a cop so much in this in this movie that in this you know little bit of the series here that it, he ended up just going, okay, well, I'm going to go do this over on blue bloods now for like the next <laughs> know, right? plus years. <laughs> so, and he was in six, six cents too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of, some yep. people don't know that either. So yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's the guy from the beginning. Yeah. In the, so. in the bathroom there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's a, uh, it's, so this one's this number three is the middle part of this trilogy. Um, and in this one, saw uh, Jigsaw John Kramer and Amanda kidnap uh, this doctor um, that is uh, being taken to help him with his um, his uh, brain cancer that he's got. Right. And, uh, you know, because he's just he's now almost completely debilitated, laying on a bed um, and needing you know some kind of help. And so she's she's been she's being forced to do this with a contraption around her neck. That's got like a series of basically mini one bullet guns on it. Um, and that if, you know, she doesn't do it, then they'll uh, make it go off and just like obliterate her head. Yeah. It's and, like uh, shotgun chills all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. And then, uh, and then meanwhile, they've got another guy uh, that they've, they've uh, uh, trapped in in a maze of sorts uh named jeff and he's got to his his whole thing is that he the the thing that they've the task that they've given him to do is he's got to forgive the people who killed his son Mm -hmm. or kill them or let them die anyway not kill them but let them die in their traps um and so he's got to make the choice um for the witness that didn't say anything, the judge that let the guy go and the guy himself um, who it was an accident. It obviously, you know, through the course of this, you realize it's just an accident. He didn't mean to kill the kid. Um, but, you know, as a grieving parent, you know, you would, what? There was the girl too. Who was she? Yeah. That was the witness. That was the witness. Okay. She was the, yeah, witness. yeah, yeah. She was the witness. So, um, so meanwhile, so he's got to he's got to make the he's got to make the choices. Does he forgive and let go of this grief um, and move on? Or does he let these people die um, to um, feel some kind of revenge and some kind of satisfaction uh, for all of this? Because, you know, yeah, it would suck, you know, not having somebody come forward and, you know, you know, and help, you know, put this guy away or whatever. Um, but again, you know, it was an accident. I feel for the guy. I, I do. But at the same time, like, I, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel like you're just letting people die just to, you know, have some kind of like, I don't think you're really going to feel uh, good at the end of it, you know? Right, right, right. Of course. So, yeah. But I think it's interesting. I do. I do like that. There's these two storylines going on. They've got these two trapped people uh, going on. Um once, but that's her husband. 
Well, we don't know that at first. We don't know that at first. Well, not at first. We don't find, we <laughs> yeah, we don't find out until much later. That's the that's the that's the twist. That's one yeah. of the twists. Yeah, is that uh, yeah she the the doctor is uh, the, Jeff's wife, um, and that uh, you know that that's part of the whole trap as well. Is that uh, you know he's 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 making his way there, and that's what I think is interesting about the about these movies is there's always these traps, there's always these um, things. But he tries to tell them if you don't like and it and it happens multiple times. If you don't do anything, if you resist what you would normally do or what you would normally want to do, then you'll survive this or you will, you know, you'll come out of it better. Like right. and so I find that interesting that people's you know and I don't know if I if in if in the same situations, if I would choose any differently, like that's, that's the frustrating part is like, you know, if I was racked with grief about the death of my child, what would I do? You know, would I do the same right. things? W would I want to seek some kind of revenge on all that? Or would I just try to let it go and help these people and make sure they didn't die? So, right. I don't know. I don't know. That's the, yeah. Know. And that's what situation. <laughs> and I think that's what, I think that's kind of what makes these, these movies interesting too is that you do have this question as an audience member too is mm -hmm. what would you do like i think that's what kind of what appeals to right. people on this it's not about the torture i don't think anybody really goes into these going oh my god yes i want to see people die in horrific ways um don't get me wrong there's probably a few people who are like that but <laughs> and don't get me wrong i love a good death scene more like yeah. just as much as anybody else um but you know, but some of these are so torturous and so like, ah, you know, that you just, I think more than anything that people kind of go into these going, okay, but what would my choice be? Like, you know, right. and, and, you know, especially in this circumstance, uh, specifically, um, what would you do? Um, right. And I think the same thing applies to number four as well. Um, cause number four, um, is with, uh, the SWAT guy Riggs and he is, told to stay back and not save people and it's his whole thing is that he wants to go save everybody and he's just he feels this need to save everybody instead of just stepping back waiting and letting things happen right and so you know it's if he had just waited nothing would have happened all that bad stuff that happened in the course of that movie nothing would have happened so right. it's just it's it's interesting to to think about as an audience member, as the person watching this and going, well, what would I do? Like right. That's, that's, that's the fun thing for me is, you know, in addition to watching these, that's, that's the moral conundrum that you can look at and go, Hmm. So. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> but what are your overall feelings about uh, number three? Um, I like number three, because this is where you start getting um, more of even more of the storyline of Amanda and how she is um, helping Jigsaw. And then this is also the start of the story of Hoffman. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, and then, th then that story goes into four. Hoffman. I, I like Hoffman. <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I watched it, I thought that was a big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Because you kind of get that at the end of three, and you're like, "Oh, okay, so now it, yeah. he's, he's part of it too," you know. Um, so yeah, I like that, and I like um, all all the trap. Again, all the traps are so creative in all of the movies, um, but this one has the lady that's freezing. Yeah, that is my worst nightmare. <laughs> so that would be my worst one in this movie because that is my worst nightmare. I hate to be cold, I, and I'm always cold. Like I'm cold all the time, and I hate it. I can't stand to be cold. So to watch that just makes my entire body just hurt, and, right. <laughs> and I feel so bad. And yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that one's a that one's a brutal one. Yeah, that one's just oh. ouch. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not a fan of the cold either. So I can I can totally understand that <laughs> mm -mm. the most the other one that i do like is when the the black guy that is in he's getting his arms twisted and his legs twisted yeah. that's pretty gnarly yeah that one's that one's <laughs> brutal that one's yeah that really one's really bad. brutal that's probably yeah. one of the brutal ones i think throughout yeah. 
the 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 judge one um he's just being drowned in pig like guts yeah Yeah. pig guts yeah that one's (laughs) that one's just gross um that one's not like that one it's in itself isn't very brutal in my mind yes you're gonna drown which sucks but it's like it it's just gross yeah it's just really gross but yeah the one with the smell of that I'm imagining the smell of that when I was. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's horrible. <laughs> I've been around. I've been around industrial, um, like animal farms a couple of times. Oh. Um, and this was like 20 years ago. But um, but yeah, they smell really bad, and so I can imagine just how bad, like just rotting pig carcasses were, like, and then oh. just having them smushed up like that, just. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> the same reaction <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah no i think the traps are really good in this one i, I think it, it's it's interesting to see more of um like we said you know more of jigsaw and amanda um this one's interesting because you know we just got done with number two and amanda seems to be an important part of of everything but in this one jigsaw's testing her as well and you can see her being put through the ringer in this one. Um, she's just, you know, she wants to be like number one and important. And then he keeps doing things to make her feel like she isn't. And he's like really purposely doing stuff like, you know, touching the doctor's hand and and making it seem like, you know, he's 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 wanting her more than Amanda. And so it's it's these little things that Amanda's like scene and is getting frustrated by and you find out actually a little bit more later on i think it's a number five or six you get more of hoffman's backstory and how he plays into things and then so you see that there's more going on in the background of that stuff as well that involves him um and so so again it's all of this is so crazy because the timelines and they keep filling in more backstory as we go along in the series so it's kind of hard like to kind of separate them because i'm remembering things from later on i'm like okay i can't not talking about that just yet but um but yeah it's it's interesting that the little bits with uh amanda and her just kind of um getting more and more uh frustrated and jealous yeah very jealous and she you find out she she gets real emotional in this one you kind of see how she kind of in a way is like in love in a way with jigsaw you kind of see like like she's just so i think she sees him yeah like a i think she sees as him as a a, like a father father figure figure. yeah that's what i'm trying to say like love like that i didn't mean yeah 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 no i knew what you meant yeah Um, and then you also see her other emotional problem. She doesn't have the drug problem anymore, but now she's cutting herself. Yeah. So that's happening too. Yeah. There's a lot happening in part three. A lot of people's yeah. little stories yeah. going on and a lot of things going on and the little twists and stuff. And then they all end up coinciding anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very, it's very, very interesting. Like the the way, and that's what's fun about these movies is like, you know, it not only the traps and the twists and everything else and it's just like well how is it all connected like what what are the connections that we're not seeing quite yet and then like what's you know it's it, that's what i think is interesting about it as you as we watch them because they were obviously just trying to tell this like each time they did it they were like okay well we're gonna hold some information back and we'll fill it in later you know right right so. yeah we'll fill it in two movies from now <laughs> <laughs> right Right. Two, three, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this one had um I think a really good meaty story to it. It, it had a lot going on, a yeah. lot of little stories, like I said, and a lot of little twists. Um, and he was testing a lot of people. He wasn't just testing one, he was testing a lot of people in this one. Yeah. Pretty much everybody was being tested in this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then you go four. <laughs> And who yeah, and, is being tested in that one? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then that one is that one. So, but we gotta come back with three real quick because in yeah. three, 
you know, Jeff manages to uh, get through his his stuff. He does. Um, he doesn't save the he doesn't save the witness. Um, he lets her freeze to death. Um, he tries to at the very end. He's always kind of a little late on most of them. Um, he manages to somehow save the judge before the judge drowns. Um, but again, that one was a little bit easier. He just kind of unlocked him and he was able to come out. That was a it was almost like he was definitely made to get him out of that one easier than the other two. Um, yeah, because then you get to the third one and then it's the guy who uh, uh, hit and killed his kid. And, you know, he's at first really like not wanting to do anything. He's in pain. He's you know, he's just like he wants to take his you know vengeance out on this guy. And um, and let him die. And like we said, the contraption in this, uh, it starts twisting. First, it twists one arm, then the next arm, then one leg, then the next leg, and then finally the head. Um, and then, but meanwhile, he could get a key, uh, but it would shoot a gun uh, that could potentially kill him. And um, but he ends up grabbing the key and it ends up shooting the judge in the head. Um, right. which I thought was crazy. Like it's like just bad placement where the judge was. Cause if the judge had not been in that area, it would have been fine. Nobody would have died, but right. uh, he ends up dying. And then he just doesn't save the, the kid in time. And uh, he tries, but he just can't get it done uh, before it twists his head all the way because, you know, he hesitated. He waited too long. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he let his, his emotions and that and that was what was interesting too because like for the judge like each one of these he needed to do something to um like you know he needed to sacrifice something um i can't remember what he needed to sacrifice in the second or in the first one and the second one was a bunch of toys a bunch of toys from his kid his kid's toys um and he had to let them burn so that he could get the key to get the judge out Right. Um, so it was all this, and I felt like this one was this one was actually kind of cruel on, um, on John Kramer's part because, like, uh, I don't understand why you can't let somebody grieve. Um, and I, I, I guess maybe just because it did tear apart the rest of the family, I think that I think that was his point. Never mind, I got it. Um, <laughs> because he was neglecting his daughter, um, yeah. and, and his wife, yeah. and the wife was then cheating. And the daughter wasn't wasn't you know was uh, falling aside and everything and so I get that um, took me a second to remember uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah so I mean I get his point but at the same time I mean it's it's hard like I can't imagine losing a child and how that that much would like break me um, yeah yeah and uh, you know as much as you know I'd want to hold on to my wife and my other child and everything like that you know and hopefully I would you know and. But yeah, that would that would hurt a lot. And so it just there was a there was a little bit of cruelty there. Like, you know, it's like, dude, like I get your point. Sure, he needs to pay attention to his wife and kid, but you know, it's you know, yeah. It, it dude had his kid die. So um yeah. I guess that's but, what is the emotional thing for us to be watching it. But. Yeah. And I think that's what's that's another aspect that's interesting is that like these like again like he there's certain aspects of these not in, not in all of these but certain aspects of these that you you do sit there and go you know wh- how would that be like you know what how would I be in that situation and mm-hmm. what would I how would I resolve that right so, um but a lot of these are like I said a lot of these are really difficult um traps and stuff like that but the doctor meanwhile has to um help jigsaw because he's getting like um a bleed or he's getting swelling in his brain that's causing it to press on his uh skull and uh making his motor functions um uh impossible that's why he's just laying on the bed barely being able to do anything um and then so she ends up cutting into his head and actually like cutting a piece of his skull out so that his brain can like mm-hmm. I guess have air enough to like swell out and you know, uh, just have the room there and it helps he's able to kind of move his hands again and everything and talk better and uh but uh 
it's just it's wild. It's that whole sequence with her and Amanda and everything. And Amanda just because that's where Amanda's at the whole time is just in that room dealing with all that. And um, it's. But Jeff gets through everything and you you realize that Jeff and um, the doctor were married or are married. And, you know, he gets there just in time to see um, uh, Amanda shoot her. Um, right. Because she just gets so jealous of the fact that, you know, Jigsaw's kind of riling her up and you know, messing with her and saying, no, she's super important and, and everything. And you're, she's more important than you realize. And, um, you know, and then Amanda just gets so jealous that she ends up shooting her. And right as Jeff is coming through and she, you know, falls into his arms. Yep. And uh, yeah. And then he just comes in and shoots Amanda like right in the right. neck um, with the one bullet he had. Um, which again, Jigsaw sets up. Jigsaw sets all this up to like, you know, it, it's it's crazy how like, and he mentions it in a later thing. He's like, you know, because he's like um, uh, Hoffman remarks about how like all this depends on coincidence uh, more than anything else. And I think that's, you know, kind of what audiences are kind of like, yeah, that's, you know, a lot of this relies on coincidence. But, and he goes, no, you know, I know what people are going to decide to do. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not supernatural. It's just, he knows just how people are going to react. And because people right. are, you know, sure. Some people are going to be different. They're going to make different choices, but given, you know, the situations and stuff like that, you're always going to make the situation that's going to benefit you the most. So. Of course. Uh, so I, yeah. So I think that's a, it's interesting to get to that, that aspect of it. You know, he kills, uh, Jeff kills Amanda. Um, and then, um, uh, Jigsaw, uh, John Kramer's, uh, trying to, you know, tell Jeff, hey, you know, you, um, uh, I think he's, I can't remember how it is, but he's to basically tell him, you know, you shouldn't kill me. Um, and then he just, oh, because you can't kill me because if you do, your daughter will die because I'm the only one who knows where she is. Right. And uh, so then he just. um, But he can't deal with everything and then just slits uh, John's throat with like a saw blade. And uh, and that's it. John and Amanda are dead at the end of yep. this. It's it is crazy. And the door closes. Jeff's trapped inside now. So yep. and that's pretty much the end of it. I love the the um, the surgery. I love that whole yeah. part. It done so well it looks so good the special effects department on this did an amazing job i mean even the sound and everything looks amazing so that's another really cool part of part three yeah. is the, um have her cutting the skull i'm not sure what that surgery is called but but yeah <laughs> yeah she had to yeah. keep him alive you know that whole time otherwise she was gone. Yeah, but, yeah that's yeah, the whole he, irony of everything that happened at the end, like that. You know, she kept yeah. him alive. Now all, everybody's just killing each other because everybody's just hasty and freaking out, and yeah. everybody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they um, yeah, it is just again, it's because they make these bad choices all along the way that they just, you know. You know, by the end of these movies, pretty much everybody's going to be dead because everybody just makes dumbest choices. Um, right. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that leads us to number four. Um, and in number four, uh, we get more of Hoffman uh, being the new, the new Jigsaw. Cause now he, you know, before he was just Jigsaw's apprentice, but now he is Jigsaw. Um, and so he's the one pulling all the strings um kind of he's he's kind of still doing everything that jigsaw set in place cuz jigsaw set john kramer set a lot of things in motion uh before he died and so there's a right. lot more going on there's more traps for more people going on but again these movies are all kind of you know following along the same timeline because this one is about riggs the swat guy from the from 2 and 3 and you know how he deals with Eric Matthews' disappearance and Detective Carey's uh, death because uh, they find her um, hanging up after she had a, had her chest ripped open, um, and then, uh, and then so we're 
he's dealing with all that and trying to go through these uh, traps that uh, Jigsaw sent uh, set him up for to. Um, and this one's interesting too because it's not in a central location. He's actually letting Riggs move about the city. Like he's actually able to do move about and do things. Sure, he's on a path to go do these things, but he has to actually. Um, he's got to let these other people die. Um, that's the thing. It's like either let these people die or or leave these people alone um, to right. do the things that they need to do, or you you could end up dying. You know. So it's, uh, you know, and they're all connected again. It's all these weird little connections. Cause like the woman who was like, uh, like a pimp, um, and then the man who was like, a, a um, a rapist. Um, and then, um, I don't even remember who else, but they were all connected. Those people were all connected to John's wife. That's where this right. you get introduced more to her in this one. Right. She yeah. Kind of, Towards the end is a little suspect now, a, a yeah. bit. And you do find out more about Hoffman. And Hoffman, yes, is going along with what Jigsaw was doing, but you also kind of find out at some point, or you figure out a little later that he's also kind of doing his own thing too. And mm-hmm. Jigsaw was doing his own thing. So he's testing Hoffman because he knew yeah. he was doing his own thing. You find all that out. And then that goes into <laughs> that little part of the story you find out in four, then that's where it all kind of goes more into five. But yeah, you right. find, get all that. You got all that going on too, besides the whole rig <laughs> story though, too. You yeah. got Austin and you got the rigs and then, yeah, you got a lot yeah. going on. And you kind of find then, out wife and she's fishy. Yeah. Right. And then we got this one. This one's also with um, the, um, who is it? It's the other lawyer, right? The 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 lawyer in the beginning. There's the yes. Um, um, I can't think of his name. Look it up real quick. Um, but um, because in the beginning, there's this, there's these two guys that are chained up together. Um, right. one's got his eyelids sewn shut, and the other one's got his mouth sewn shut. Um, and so it's let's see. I can't. What is his name? I can't. Gabriel Byrne. Is that his name? Gabriel? No. no. That's it's... not. That's somebody else. What's his name? Um. But yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what is it? Who is this? He's the lawyer of John Kramer and um. Uh, Louis Ferreira is the actor's name. He plays Art. Um. Yeah. And so he's he's the lawyer that's like um. Involved with some of uh, Jigsaw's properties, I think, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what he does to make him mad. Because <laughs> that's what. Go what? Go ahead. He's off. He was also the lawyer for somebody else too. Within all that, it was. It's her lawyer. It's John Kramer, like his wife's lawyer. She's a lawyer. Right. He's a lawyer for her, which she. You find out she's doing some shit too, and then. Yeah. John and then he was a lawyer for somebody else too in one of the past ones. I can't remember who I can't remember who right. it was now, right now. But it's that particular storyline. Um and he didn't the lawyer didn't help her when the drug addict um came in and you know and hit her in the stomach. And hit yeah. her in the stomach in a way and she lost the baby and all that. So that's right. so, he didn't help. There's a whole that whole story there. Right, right, right. So yeah, so he, but he's being used. Um, he's now being after the after he escapes from the trap in the very beginning, that mm-hmm. he is now being used by um, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, by John Kramer. Um, in the way that uh, um, in the first one that uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Zed, Zeb. Oh, Zed, yeah. Zed, Zed. Zep, Zep, Zep. Zep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The way Zep was that he was. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to remember the song like "Hello Zep," uh, which is like the 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 song that's in all of these. Um, But yeah, so he, you know, he's being used like him. He's being used to um, set these people up, and so he's the one who's got uh, Matthews trapped, um, and supposedly Hoffman trapped as well. And so, and then, uh, 
uh, and he's kind of running the whole Riggs thing. But it, it's interesting, too, because you find out that everything that's going on with Riggs is going on about the same time as everything that was going on in the previous movie with Jeff right. and his wife. Right. And so so it's weird that like and that's what's fun about these movies. is It's like all these timelines just keep like just it's very slippery how these timelines all work together. Yeah, yeah, those co- coincide. And he's being yeah. tested as well. You find that out. He takes his jacket off later on and he's being tested too. He's got a yeah. back. Yeah. So yeah, so he's he's like uh John Kramer is just testing everybody. Everybody yeah. all at once. You know, he's just yeah, everybody who's wronged him in some way is just getting tested. And mm-hmm. um and 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 again, part of that is because of Hoffman and Hoffman's, you know, trying to, you know, cover his tracks as to you know because matthews and 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 riggs and um detective carry they're all you know after him after jigsaw they're all trying to find him they're all getting closer and you know and and they're all finding out and this is the introduction also of uh uh fbi agent uh strom yep. too which will go through uh the next couple of them yep um he so, starts to uh, hoffman he starts to yep. figure out yeah yeah, yeah. I like them. The, I like this... that little deal there, the Strom Hoffman thing. I love that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's an interesting story. Um I think that's most of number 5, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, the stuff with I think the stuff with uh Riggs it's not as entertaining as number three was in a lot of ways. Um it's not bad. I I so right. far none of none of these i've scored um them all um like three stars and up uh so far uh so none of them have been bad movies at all i've been entertained uh the whole way through um but uh yeah this one this one just doesn't this one wasn't as fun for me i guess in a way it was more um there was a lot going on it was a like um, yeah there's a lot of moving parts that um, it wasn't hard to understand or anything like that, but there was a lot of stuff going on and a lot of connecting and everything. And I think again, because this was Darren Lynn Bowsman's um, completion of this trilogy of sorts of his movies that uh, he, you know, was kind of tying up as much as possible while also still leaving um, uh, everything open as well because every every one of these movies has got to leave it open for another one right um but uh yeah no it's but it's a it, it is fun um it has its moments um i think that um i'm trying to remember um because we've got the got the woman um in the chair who's have who's being scalped that one was brutal that's brutal um, yeah and then we got brutal. the yeah and then we got the rapist and he's locked in the bed and then has to either gouge out his eyes or have his limbs ripped off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't remember what else, who else the, did Jeff the couple, have to, the couple remember at the school. Oh, the right. Yes. Yeah. I think that yeah, was the, or whatever, yeah. but they were at the school. Yeah. yeah. Right. He was like, he was like, beating the kid or something or like abusing the child or something. Yeah. It was confusing. The wife was helping to cover it up. Yeah. And then uh, the lawyer in that, um, and I think that was art was the lawyer for that guy. Yeah. yeah. And um, so That's he was, he was, yeah. Yep. So he was, <laughs> that was that whole segment there. I was trying to like yeah. find the connection. I couldn't remember. That's what it was. Uh, I didn't want molesting the little girl and also yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, so he, so he comes in and the wife and husband are like chained up together and um, they still like, they, you, you find out that they had like multiple like metal rods pushed through both of them. And uh, the wife had to pull them out um, uh, to try to uh, survive. And there was still one left and, uh, uh, and she ends up pulling it out, but I think they both ended up dying after all. <laughs> so um, just because she was bleeding out. Um, but yeah, it's. Riggs, I think pulled that one out. Riggs found her. Did he pull that was... one? Okay. Yeah, he, she was still. I thought he alive. still. I thought he, he still dead. had. And he pulled that right. out, and okay. then 
something else there's something else that had happened in there within there and then she died yeah um yeah no he did he manages not to save any of these people so <laughs> despite trying to save them um but yeah and he then like it traps for all the cops remember for Don't. even when the cops would go into a room there was still another little trap somewhere in there oh right 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 and that's how agent like perez ends up yeah mm-hmm. with uh, yeah, billy she, the puppet right in her face yeah, shoots right in her face yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep. and there was yeah. they there was a couple other little ones within there too so he had all these other little tiny little things to happen or, or, or the people who were coming something. afterward yeah mm-hmm. that was interesting but, yeah no i i think that i think that overall it's it's an interesting movie it's not as fun as the previous three i would say i think one two and three are pretty solid um and number four like number four meanders a bit and there's too much going on there's too many people going on because you know now that kramer and amanda are dead we've also got but we got hoffman and then we've got um uh uh art the lawyer like doing some stuff too and like you got um strom and perez working the angles and there's just so much going on eric matthews is back and he's just he's just hanging there the whole time um and uh so it's just there's so much going on and Riggs. i i think the problem is Riggs isn't a very super compelling character um, that's why I didn't really like yeah. jive well with the movie is just because the character isn't super fleshed out. I mean, I understand that like his character is like he's a cop and he wants to save everybody and you know, but meanwhile he he's you know neglecting his wife and you know, and that's part of it too. Again, you know, Jigsaw's whole thing for this is you know, you should be appreciating your life, not worrying about trying to save everybody and because you can't save everybody. And right. so now, then, I get what you're saying. I because yeah. I really enjoy too. I find that one very entertaining yeah. with all the and stuff. Yeah, uh, so I I understand what you're saying about part four. Yeah, I think you know having watched these, um, I think number two and I think is it number six that also has a group of people, or is it number five that has the group of people? Are you talking it's... about the group of people with like where? It has the um, the merry-go-round shotgun because that was really cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. I mean the group of people who had to, um, uh, who were all together in, in the beginning, and then each like each section, like with the reporter, um, yeah, and all of them. Um, five. Is that five? Okay. Um, I like I like it when there's groups of people who have to kind of survive together, who have to kind of work together, um, but who obviously won't because they're all like in it for themselves. They all want to be the person who survives. And so they're going to like literally backstab each other. Um, So I always find that more fascinating than the person who like with this one, Riggs or Jeff or in six where it's the guy, the insurance guy who has to just kind of save people along the way or, or, you know, do stuff like that. I get it. It's they're not bad, um, but I I like it more when it's a group of people who have to try to work together and to try to figure it out and who realize at the end, uh, yeah, we should have worked together instead of you know not working together. And, and this these would have you know been a lot easier for us in the long run. Right, right, um, of course. But they always uh, have a little story too, and yeah, there's always another little story. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But yeah, no. So um, so uh, what did you um, what would you say are your like favorite um traps or kills in these two movies? Um, well, like we said before, the scalping with the girl. I mean, just being okay. a girl, long hair. I can just imagine, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know. Um, and I like when um the the big the big bricks of ice. Yeah. Uh, down on um. Oh Matthews. my God, yeah. Matthew! I want to say Donnie yeah. Wahlberg. <laughs> what well, is Donnie Wahlberg? <laughs> it comes down on his head and smashes his head. That man, that was that was fantastic. Yeah, more yeah. ice. See, <laughs> 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 oh. yeah. No, I good. would say, yeah, 
Yeah, I'd say that was those those are pretty good ones. Yeah, the rest of them were kind of like okay, but they weren't like there was nothing like interesting as like yeah. that overall interesting about them. I like the kind of weirdly complex ones or something like that. Like we said with Saw Three, where the guy was having his uh, limbs uh, twisted and everything, <sighs> that made it. Uh, yeah, it was just brutal. Um, but yeah, I I I, I like both of these movies. Um, so far, the series has been really good. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've enjoyed rewatching these. Um, and, and like I said, number three was kind of a high note, um, a high-ish note. Um, number four was just kind of middle of the road for me. Uh, but yeah. I do like how at the end we do find out that, yeah, this was all going on at the same time. Um, Strom is like working his way through, like following, basically kind of following behind uh, Riggs the whole way and then ends up in the same location as uh, Jeff is. So, and he's like right there, like as the door closes on Jeff, um, he's just like right there about to like go into the room and then the door closes on him um, right. and then he can't get into it. And so it was neat to see just like, Oh, there was somebody on the other side of that door, like really close to, you know, getting, getting more uh, information on it. But of course Hoffman was on the other end of that, making sure that he couldn't get in there. Right. So, so I like I, I like how intricate and like convoluted it, it all is because it all works. Um, mm -hmm. I think even when even when it doesn't work, even when logically it shouldn't work and everything like that, I'm I'm invested in it enough in, in these movies to just go, okay, yeah, these are fun. So yeah, yeah, they're tons of fun. Like I said, they're very <laughs> creative too, and I like that. I like yeah, I can't really see what uh, what traps they can come up with next. Yeah, yeah, it'll be be interesting to see what they're going to do with Saw X. Uh, set between one and two, you know, we get uh, John Kramer and Amanda back again. So right. That'll be fun. Uh, maybe we'll even get some Hoffman. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. I like Hoffman. Uh, yeah, he's all right. I mean, I think his motivation's a little weird, um, but I mean all of their motivations are pretty weird um when you really get down to it. i th i think at least with with kramer with john kramer he his motivations are more about he, it's a weird wanting to help people but also getting revenge on people who wronged him um and you know putting them in situations where they have to and like you know he's always like well i never kill anybody and it's like but you do because you know some of these traps people aren't going to be able to get out of like right. <laughs> no matter what you do these people are just not going to get out of them so but uh, i i do i do find it do you fascinating. have a trap that in in all of them just asking do you have a trap that is your favorite out of just all of the movies though um think of all the traps that they've done so far um I don't know. The classic reverse bear trap is always great. You know, that's, 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 I think, I think that's just a fan favorite of everybody's. Um, I kind of like the arm one that they do in five, I think where the two have to put their arm into the saw blades and, and like bleed out the, the 10, the 10 pints or 10 liters or whatever. Yeah. That one was gross. But yeah, it was, uh, I was just like, Oh man, that's just, it's gnarly. That one's brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, it's what's what's your favorite trap? Mine is very simple one, but it, okay. to me it is so freaking disgusting and I can't even. <laughs> and it's the needle trap. Oh and yeah, that was a the bad one. That's one where they yeah. don't even die. No one dies with that yeah. one. Yeah. But the thought of all those germs and dirt and oh, nasty in there, like and no and then the needle <laughs> no like i can't <laughs> right that yeah, one no, always just... gets me always yeah. and then again no one dies with that one and it seems a little more a lot a lot simpler than some of the other ones but oh yeah the, the, i don't know the <laughs> factor of that one. <laughs> oh yeah no and just like because there's no way not to get stuck there. by the Maya. Yeah. Well, not only that, just like just getting stuck by all of those. Like, I'm not a big fan of needles anyway. Like, I like even when getting blood drawn or shots or whatever, I actually have to physically look away just because I can't. Like, once it's in, I'm fine, but like having it stick into me just bothers me so much. Yeah. And so. Amanda gets out of there and has to pull all that out. Oh, you got to talk about this later. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
that 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 one's my favorite though. <laughs> yeah, no, that one's a good one though. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else uh, you wanted to mention about uh, either one of these movies that we haven't? I know. I think we covered it all. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, why don't you let people know where they can find you online? All right. Well, you can find Nightmare Toys on all social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Please follow our our YouTube, subscribe, hit, like, everything. Um, We have a Nightmare Podcast as well that we do. We air it every Friday. Um, I do a live with Christy show every Wednesday, and that airs on either the YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter um, and then myself, you can find myself, uh, Nightmare Christy, on Instagram and Twitter. And I also have an OnlyFans, Loyal Fans, and a Fansly. <laughs> All the fans. All the fans. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show again. It was a good time. I always like having you on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's always fun. I love yeah, it. I have to love get you on again for, for something else. I would love to do that. I love holiday yeah. wars. Maybe something Christmas. All right. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks again to Christy for joining me on Friday's show. Ashley Thomas returns to the show to talk about guardians of the galaxy volume two. And on Monday, Cat Valore is back to talk about saw five and six. Thanks for listening. Creepy and geeky is a part of the morbidly beautiful podcast network please check out morbidlybeautiful.com slash podcasts for more great shows. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. Music for the podcast is Gratitude, composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at Creepy and Geeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm GeekThulu on Twitter and Blue Sky, and Geek.Thulu on Instagram. You can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the coffee page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.